재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Listening to Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and its surrounding areas. I am Seung-koo. Kurt Asian is on vacation. It's Wednesday, which means it's time for Health Mirror, our weekly dive into the principles of Eastern medicine. For that, we're guided by Gyeonggi University Department of Korean Medical Classics researcher, Eun-kyung Yoon. Welcome to the studio. Hi. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Um, because I think a lot of us have been seeing these pictures of some Olympic athletes walking around with rather strange marks these days. Right. Um, I guess we could call them kind of purple or pink bruise-like circles mm-hmm. on their bodies. And, and, and obviously, this is something that you actually do or practice in, in Oriental or Eastern medicine. Yes, it's a very old method of treatment that has been used since ancient times. And even now you can see people with walking around with bruise marks in Mogyoktang or just in everyday life. What do you call it in Korean? Korean, it's called Puhang. Mm-hmm. Mistakenly pronounced often as Puhang. Yeah, that's what I actually understood it to be until you corrected me. Yeah. Mm. So, um, Hollywood stars have also been getting this treatment, it seems like. Yes. And what, do you, what do you think is the reason behind the pop- sudden popularity of this treatment? Um, well, those of you who've experienced it might already know, but um, Puhang is a, not that invasive method of treatment compared to needling, where the needle actually goes inside your skin. Puhang can be just stuck on the... the surface of your skin and it's easily applied sometimes people self-induce the treatment and it's effective because it helps blood flow and chi flow so after you get puhang on yourself you feel like your overall um, body feels a little lighter and where you were sore it, the pain is relieved so you feel much better at in places that you felt pained or sore mm, it's very interesting Um, I'm actually curious about how this practice might have come about. Um, what is the historical origin of this practice? Do we know anything about that? Well, it's one of the oldest methods of treatments that have been mentioned in the ancient texts. And the oldest form was done by ox horns. So a person will use the suction of the horn mm. to suck up dead blood or pus in an injured area, Mm. or to relieve pain in a location. And is this something that you find only in the East, or is this something that you might also see in other parts of the world? Well, it's a a good question, because it's not just an Eastern Asian medicine thing. It's been in Western medicine, in Egypt, in Europe, and all over the world. Really? Yes. So... um, Apparently, this is um, something that maybe Northern Europeans might also do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They still use it quite often to relieve joint pains because they have a lot of damp and cold weather up there. 
So, in fact, it's not something that is uh, specific to East Asia and certainly not something to be treated as a, an exotic practice per se. Not at all. Uh, it's something that is actually quite universally practiced. And, yes. And perhaps something that we can all learn a little more about. Mm-hmm. So, you told us briefly earlier what this practice is supposed to do, what Puhang is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little more? Well, I think a lot of people and articles mm-hmm. I've read are kind of debating about whether cupping is scientific and what does it actually do for the body. And some Mm -hmm. people are just saying that it's placebo and the athletes are wasting money. And some people are saying that if they feel better, then that's enough. Yeah, Um, I mean, in fact, if you see pictures of people getting mm -hmm. cupped, Mm -hmm. um, you see these, um, I think often they're glass cups. Right. And it's uh, all over someone's body, Mm -hmm. often on the back. And you can see the the flesh kind of being yeah. uh, uh, raised. It looks kind of like it looks scary. like it's been sucked into the yeah. cups, right? And and it does look very frightening. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that's where a lot of the skepticism comes mm. from. Yeah, I can see that. But if you try it, you can see that it's not as bad as it looks. And what it actually does is it boosts the blood um, metabolism through mm-hmm. expanded capillary veins that enable wider gas exchange and it stimulates the blood flow and studies have shown that people who have gotten cupping regularly have shown increased count in white blood cells red blood cells and overall blood metabolism so there are actually scientific studies that look at the 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 physical effects of puhang or cupping yes Well, um, are there other things you can treat besides, um, let's say, circulation problems or pain? Mm -hmm. While it's most widely known for sports injuries Mm -hmm. nowadays. That's why it's so popular with athletes. But what about Hollywood stars? Um, I would have to ask them individually (laughs) why they got cupping. But I can presume that it's mostly uh, to relieve symptoms caused by stagnation. Um, which can amount to various symptoms ranging from mood disorders to um, skin troubles, back pain, pneumonia, headache, indigestion. So anything along the line that could be caused by stagnation in the body mm. could ultimately benefit from cupping. When you say stagnation, could you explain what that means? Stagnation is a common yet very Eastern Asian medicine concept where we see the healthy body as smooth blood and qi flow, and that enables all the major functions of the body to work smoothly. And if one part or one, for example, function is blocked or stagnated, as we call it, then it creates illness or pain or sometimes blood clots. And in severe cases, it turns into these... um, masses so stagnation is a very simple common but could yield to serious symptoms many different problems yes i see so i'm sure many listeners are now very curious about how cupping is actually done Mm -hmm. so please describe for us well cupping is actually so you induce a vacuum inside the cup and you 
attach it to the body and because of the vacuum it sticks to your body i have seen some videos where people seem to use candles yes they heat the cups and then it somehow creates this vacuum condition Mm -hmm. well the most commonly used way is to just use an air pump to suck the air out but like you've mentioned using fire to create the vacuum or sometimes boiling water to create the vacuum Uh are methods used to apply on cupping Mm. so you will create a vacuum condition in the cup right and then how many do you place on the body it depends on the symptom and the person Mm -hmm. sometimes you can just apply one single cup to one area sometimes you can apply multiple cups or sometimes you can just attach several cups and move it around places that you feel like you need cupping and the cups can be go they can go anywhere on the body or there are specific body parts you use they can go anywhere but it doesn't stick to places where you have too much hair or um, you don't have enough muscle or you don't have the surface area enough for the cup to stick so we would manipulate the patient's position to mm. stick a cup and um, because it works on the theory of meridian points we would try and figure out which point would be most ideal and try to avoid really sensitive points in case of cupping. And meridian points are? They are the basic points in the body where we needle and each point is part of a larger system or channel. I see. So, very interesting here. Um, I think Maybe something that um, people who are researching cupping or pohang have been turned off by is, of course, when blood is involved. Right. Um, I think um, in some cases they will actually try to draw the blood out of the body with yes. the cupping. Yes. Um, what is the reason behind this? Well, this is in cases where um, toxins have accumulated in the surface of the skin, creating mm. a blood clot that is dead blood. And sometimes pus is also together with the blood. And in these cases, we try to draw out the blood so that the toxins don't travel further into the body. It sounds um, very interesting, but at the same time, maybe a little <laughs> gruesome. Um, I suppose you make little holes in, in the body with needles and, mm-hmm. and then you will use the vacuum right. for this um, to draw out the, the blood or pus. So. Yes. Well... Um, I am curious, if I wanted to try this in mm-hmm. in Korea, could I get it done at any kind of a oriental medicine clinic? Or? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I can go to a hospital with uh, uh, oriental medicine programs. Right. You can go to any Hanyuan and ask for Puhang if you need it, of course. Mm-hmm. And they will just do it for you? They will do it, do it for you if you, they feel you need it. Mm. Have you ever done it yourself? Yes. And how did you feel? I felt good actually i felt like that area was relieved of something that was clogged or blocked and it did leave me a bruise but it cleared away really fast Hmm. okay well i've actually been suffering from some back problem Mm. and um and i have been seeing different people but Mm -hmm. i don't know is this something that you think you might recommend for me or i would recommend that you give it a shot if you're not up for other kinds of more invasive treatments, mm. then this could be the one for you. 
and why not join the ranks of Hollywood stars? Exactly, and, uh, you can show off your bruise. And Michael Phelps, the next time yeah. I go to the beach, people will be looking and admiring. Yes. Well, that's it for today's Health Mirror. Thank you very much. Thank you. And we will be right back. Thank you.